0: Hi everyone, Um, I hope you can hear me. Hope you're doing great out there. Send me likes if you're following. I'm so sorry that it took us a while to get set up with the live. We've been trying to figure out how best we could do this seminar. So, um, welcome. This is the first of one of three Keystone seminars that I was going to be giving at the Keystone Conference at the end of March. And since the conference has canceled, I am going to be live streaming an offering online for free, all three of those seminars. Uh, so this first one we're doing is a Facebook Live. This is a seminar that I have been giving uh, for years at Keystone. Actually, this year it was gonna be a little different. It, the original title of this seminar was How to Look Amazing. In your gala pictures but since we are not going to have a gala and we are currently being guided to practice uh, social distancing a lot of us may still be at home so I wanted to make this seminar um, something that you could use so uh, we're gonna focus a lot on selfies and what you're doing if you are kind of going live from home under quarantine Uh, So I have um, a bunch of updates for you, you know, it's Sunday uh, Seven days after the Keystone conference was canceled things have been changing as far as Keystone and for myself personally every single day as um, Events have been changing over the last week I wanted to take this moment to catch you up on some of the things that we are doing and what our our Keystone contingency plan is So this is seminar one this coming week I will be giving my second seminar. So that seminar is a feminine comportment seminar. It was originally intended to be a Q&A panel, uh, how to blend in as a woman, talking all things feminine. And I'm going to be missing um, the the enjoyment of the crowd and the q a part of that seminar so we're trying to find a way that i can at least bring in co-host image consultant Lindsay Taub and i'd like to if possible um, make it live as well but we haven't figured out if we're going to do that on facebook skype or zoom yet so stay posted and if i have anybody out there that is a tech genius that can help me through some of this that would be amazing um, as far as Keystone goes, I wanna give a big shout out and sending lots of love and please send them you know, virtual hugs if you can to Christy Snow, Joanne Care, um, Carol, uh, everybody who was a part of creating the Keystone Conference who have now had to spend the last week ramping it back down. Uh, we're sending all of our love to you. We cannot thank you enough for everything that you have done. And personally, I can't wait for Keystone 2021. I'd also like to personally thank every single one of my clients who allowed me the gift of crediting you for your portrait session. This has been a brutal week for everybody from attendees to the presenters and especially the vendors of the conference and and all in our own way. Uh, So many vendors have already spent so much money to prepare for the conference. And uh, My heart goes out to you. I can tell you the first thing that happened when I I woke up. I read that email I don't even think it was seven o'clock Monday morning, and I immediately texted my promotional products guy and told him to put a halt on everything that I was ordering for the Keystone conference to stop the hemorrhaging So if you get a chance, please go on to the Keystone a-conference.org website, look at the list of vendors, and send them some love. See if there's any products or services that you can order online. Maybe you can prepay for a service for the next conference. Everybody is hurting. Um, often, I am wearing jewelry from J&J Creations, Um, These are like my favorite pair of earrings and they had invested in a lot of um, money creating new jewelry for the conference. And Holly Evans was just here giving me these, these beauties and I forgot to bring in the name of this woman. She was a new vendor and I love these like little rainbow earrings that she had made, but she was coming brand new to the Keystone Conference. And she's somebody who had invested a lot of money and time in preparing for it, so please Go on the Keystone site and um, if there's any way that you can still support these vendors and at least help them recover from the money that they had invested in Keystone, I know that they would greatly appreciate it. So um, you're going to see me kind of look back and forth because I'm trying to make this as interactive as possible. Uh, And I have pictures to share with you as though I were giving like a powerpoint presentation live at Keystone I do want to give you a little information about about who I am So if you're watching this for the first time, my name is Cassandra Storm. I have been photographing since I was 14 I spent um, most of my life studying photography in school and out As soon as I graduated from college, I started my business, and if you'd like to do the math, I've been running my business full-time for 16 years. I first started photographing the transgender community, uh, specifically at the 2012 Keystone Conference, and um, what that conference has meant to me, I will never be able to fully express, and what this community has meant to me, and I can't thank you all enough for all the love that you have given me over the years. Honestly, if it wasn't for Keystone and if it wasn't for the transgender community, I don't think I would still be a photographer to this day. I think I would have burnt out photographing um, at the time I had built my wedding, my business in wedding photography and I was burning out and was very unhappy towards the end of that part of my career. And you all had brought so much life back into me and a whole new passion for everything that I do and, and thank you for that. So as I digress, um, a lot of the things I'm going to talk about in, sem- in this seminar, uh, some of it is going to be literally going back to the things I learned in school and still implement to this day as a photographer. And then other parts are going to be parts that have evolved as our times have evolved. So, you know, the how we all take selfies now. This is going to be a big selfie course. I won't be able to go fully in-depth into everything, um, but I do have on the My Feminine Heart website lots of Cassandra Storm solo videos that you can check out, and more will be to come on very specific like ways to pose in your photos as well. So speaking of My Feminine Heart, that was the third seminar I was supposed to give at Keystone. Uh, My Feminine Heart is a passion project of mine uh, following a trans conference in september i spent two hours driving home from uh, several days at a conference and spent two hours in my car just my mind exploding with this idea of creating a conference online from one of the first things that i learned about with keystone and my first experience was how pivotal it is in somebody's life to go to a trans conference. Uh, What that means so that you can be connected with your community, uh, so that you can learn from workshops and seminars, the friendships, the socializing, it's all so important. So I came up with this idea of creating a virtual conference on demand. And the idea was that it is for a bridge for anybody who had never attended a conference to kind of give you the inspiration that you need and the guidance to get to your first conference because nothing replaces being at a conference in person. The second idea was, and this came as an inspiration from the first email I received post Keystone conference. Keystone always sends out an email following a conference talking about the depression uh, that can be experienced when going back into the real world and leaving the conference bubble. And in those emails are phone numbers for support hotlines, trans support hotlines, suicide hotlines. Um, The the down, the sadness, the depression that can be experienced following a conference is very serious. So I thought let's create something online so that people can at least virtually experience something in between attending conferences. Now how My Feminine Heart has worked. If you go to myfeminineheart.com, if you've already seen it, Is traditionally I have been um, posting video podcasts of interviewing people who have actually transitioned and have survived to share the tale. Interviews with them sharing the story of their journey and I've also been interviewing uh, top experts some you may have never met before who are so eager to work in the trans community and they are all sharing the information and passion that their industry has connected to transitioning. So we have experts on there like Sarah Moore talking about personal safety at trans conferences. We also have beauty and fashion experts like Lindsay Taub, um, Alexander Hammond of My Girlfriend's Wardrobe. Uh, we have a med spa, April Kirshner of Solasta Med, who just joined. So we have some really amazing people who have things to share that, that may pertain to you. They are hurting too, so Keystone was supposed to be the big launch of sharing um, and debuting these top experts to the Keystone Conference. If you get a chance, please go on the My Feminine Heart website, look at our top experts, and if you can buy a gift card to Rise Beauty Company, who if things continue to go, may be forced to close their doors for health standard reasons, the governor may, may close salons and spas. Um, but you know buy something online from my girlfriend's wardrobe patrons get a special discount if you subscribe if you donate $9 a month Um, a lot of our vendors a lot of our experts will discount back to you but some are even offering specials for anybody who would have attended the Keystone Conference like Rise Beauty Company and Solasta Med and I'll be sure to include their contact information and the discounts that they're offering in the comments at the end of this. But my point, from my feminine heart, is in response to the Keystone Conference canceling, I have unlocked all the videos. um, All the videos that are not Cassandra Storm solo. So any interview with any of our top expert, all of the transitioning journey interviews, you could have always listened to them for free. Um, We go live on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all of these, Podcasts you could hear the interviews from my feminine heart But in the absence of being able to connect one-on-one I have unlocked those videos so that anybody can enjoy Watching them for free from now through the end of March and what would have been the end of the Keystone conference So I know it's small, but if there's anything that it can do to to help lessen the sadness that we have from the canceling of the conference um, That's what I would like to do for you So I believe that is everything that I had wanted to catch you up on with all of our updates. Let's get into the actual uh, photography meat of this seminar. Uh, So, What I'd like to do is, if you're here, live, comment live. If you're watching this later, comment replay, because how this seminar goes will determine how we film the next seminar on feminine comportment later this week. And if you have any questions, if you'd like to share any of your photos for positive critiques while I'm here, put them in the comments and send them my way and we can go through them together. Alright, so a lot of you are going to be taking pictures home. Uh, a lot of them are going to be selfies, probably in bathrooms and bedrooms. The first thing I want to highlight for you is you you are responsible for everything in your photograph. This is something that I learned back in college from my photography professors. So if I would be out and about taking pictures and I you know, would have something in the photo I don't want, like a tree or a power line or something that doesn't quite work, I would say to my professor, well, I don't like that, but there wasn't anything I could do, it was in the photo. And my professor's response was, you are responsible for everything in your picture. So if you don't like the tree, you don't like the power line, it's not a matter of Photoshopping because I predate Photoshop in my photography education. Um, But uh, you need to move, you need to adjust yourself, you need to think about everything that's in that photo. It's your angle and perspective as the photographer that determines what's in that picture. So I put that to you with your selfies. I see a lot of selfies go online that have uh, messy beds in the background or lots of junk on the dresser or like a dirty half-opened shower curtain. If you are taking selfies to highlight you, who you are, how you're looking right now, your vibes, your outfit. Don't let people get distracted by that messy, untidy bed. Make sure that whatever is behind you is clean. So uh, one of the examples that I give of this is I have a neighbor who is a a neighbor and a client and a friend who is phenomenal. Um, She is and has been for a long time one of those pink, Cadillac driving Mary Kay reps and in our area she is setting a trend for um, her social online marketing and she's a leader she's been in this for business for like 19 years so she leads a lot of people and is trying to teach them along the way and she's learning along the way too just like I am with trying to do this live so I've watched her Facebook lives and I've um, taken screenshots of them and sent them back to her And the things that I have shared as from a photography angle, she hadn't really thought of. So in her home, because she's extremely successful at selling Mary Kay, she has a Mary Kay room. And in this room, she has product displays, she has beautiful bags, she has posters on the wall. But uh, when she went to produce her Facebook Live, she was propping her phone on her product shelf. So her background was really distracting. Um, She was shooting from a low angle looking up and when doing that she had crown molding that was kind of cutting off the back of her head. There was a TV kind of randomly in the background. Um, You know it wasn't anything that was saying this is my beautiful Mary Kay room. So I messaged her and I said, listen, what you need to do is put your camera in a place where you see the product behind you so that there's no question this woman is selling Mary Kay. You need to think about everything in your background so you can get like the full effect. Um, If you're watching this, you are aware that I am a very white, fair person. Uh, Very, very light skinned. this is not something that I should wear in a photo shoot. What I am wearing is um, the cutout shoulders of a dark black shirt with lots of exposed skin. How photography works is your eye is gonna go to what is brightest. So right now by doing this, I have taken um, the focus off of my face which if I'm having a portrait, I want the focus on my face. In fact, the reason that I am not wearing this like this through the entire video is because I don't want you visually distracted. This is distracting because my eyes don't know where to go. There's too many points of light and then they are harshly cut off by this um, black thin strap. You can wear stuff like this and that's fine. I'm not saying that this isn't an attractive sh- uh, an attractive shirt. Oh, looks like I've got it crooked. What I'm saying is it doesn't photograph well. And it's something where when you take pictures of something like this and you put it online, it's really going to distract people looking at that photo because my focus is just them to think you look amazing, not like trying to figure out, I don't know why I don't like this picture, like it's just kind of awkward. While we are talking um, spaghetti straps, which these are a little thicker than a spaghetti strap um, undergarments should remain under your clothing so when you go and buy clothing you need especially for a photo shoot you need to make sure it works with you and it moves with you i don't want to see your bra i don't want to see your bra strap i don't want to see your breast forms and when you put something on like i have this on right now i'm not seeing my bra strap but I'm sitting still. I am not running around town. I'm not moving around. What's going to happen is I go through my day. I'm going to twist. I'm going to turn. I'm going to reach. I'm going to whatever. And then all of a sudden, uh, my bra strap may become exposed. This is distracting. And frankly, it looks tacky. Um, I know like a lot of young women will love to do like the little tank tops with the spaghetti straps and the bra showing, I am telling you what does not work from a professional photography standpoint. This is something that you wanna avoid. And I have clients in all income levels that have this issue. Usually because we're buying our clothes at the last minute to fit a need or we get it in last minute and we don't have time to figure it out. So for example, I photographed a huge, very, 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 high-end expensive event in december for a local client this client bought one of the most stunning gowns i could imagine seeing in real this um the problem was as she moved through the evening and i was hired to take candidates of her at this event her dress would fall or her bra would rise and so photo after photo after photo i showed of her after the event her bra is up and above the dress. The dress had a square top, and her her bra was rounded. The cups were rounded. Um, she was mortified. Now, I was able to Photoshop those pictures, uh, but she, you know, that's how she ran around her event. So she took what would have been a very classy, elegant look, um, and she she made it look tacky. And she took away from it was just, it was visually distracting. Everybody who saw her saw the bra. Now, the reason I say this is because. Because of the dress she wore and how the issue of the bra was, at least she had a black bra under her black top, I was able to Photoshop it. I cannot always naturally Photoshop when I see exposed bras, when I see breast forms, when I see other body forms and photos. It depends on how the form is fitting on you. But I do see, like when I go to the gala at Keystone, I often see bras and breast forms. And one really common thing is people will have, um, the bra strap in the back. I'm just getting clothing out at this point. They will have a bra strap showing in the back of their dress. And that is because when they stood straight in front of the mirror, the back of their dress, the bra was covered. But as they moved through the evening, their bra um, would rise up as the dress slid down so you want to make sure that when you're going into a photo shoot or going into anything that you have something that works with you i actually just did my first consignment with my girlfriend's wardrobe um, a couple months ago and the reason that i did that was because i had beautiful clothing that i had bought that um, looked beautiful when i put it on but then as i moved through the day the cut of the top would slide and I noticed that it was showing a lot of cleavage, more than I was comfortable with. So on my figure, it didn't work. I barely wore maybe the tops once or twice. I couldn't get them to work so I I consigned them so maybe somebody else could get it to work for their body. But that's gonna happen. You're gonna buy stuff and it's not going to fit right or may not last right on your body. So when you're going into a photo shoot, think about that. Like actually wear it, sit around, walk around the house, make sure that it's fitting right for you because you don't, when you go out on the town, you don't wanna be constantly pulling at your clothing to adjust. And afterwards, after you've paid to have a big photo shoot, you don't want um, to have a photographer say, sorry, there's too much exposed, I can't get it to look right trying to Photoshop it out. So things to keep in mind. Okay, Um, bras, pads, yep, talked about all that. So um, if you wear glasses, if you are looking at me, right now you are seeing light reflecting in my glasses that's a tough one not everybody will opt to do this but especially if you're throwing a big event like that gala event or if you're in a wedding and you're spending thousands of dollars maybe you're like the parent of like you know somebody getting married and you are getting professionally photographed go to um your lens crafter go to the person who had your glasses Get a duplicate pair without the glass, especially if you have transition lenses. I can't tell you how many clients pay for me to photograph them outdoors, and they want to wear their eyeglasses because that's part of their look, Um, but they have transition lenses. So then I have these black lenses that pop out because the sun's out. So if you're going into a photo shoot, see if you can get your lenses or, or maybe a different design that would be really fun, but without the actual glass so that you are not seeing the glare like you are seeing in mine right now. Okay, so if you're watching me, you've probably seen that I am like constantly adjusting my hair in this video Mostly because this video is like a mirror reflection for me and I'm I'm constantly like no, I don't like that I want to switch it this you don't want to be doing in a photo shoot now I'm gonna toss all my hair this way Um, The light is coming from this direction. Do you see how the hair is shading me? As a photographer it is very difficult when somebody wears their hair covering part of their face and it's common I will have people style with bangs like coming across this way and what that means is the light is hitting the hair and then shading the face and if you see my face right now I've got shade and I've got patches of light and these patches of light um, are really distracting. And I can't fix that very well in Photoshop. I can't do that in post-production. Like it kind of is what it is. Um, Now I should, as a photographer, be using um, fill filters and special lighting to make sure that that doesn't happen, and I do. Um, But you're not always going to be working with me and a lot of times you're going to be doing these selfies on your own So always be aware Are you wearing your hair in a way that you constantly have to mess with it like I am? Um, Or are you wearing your hair in a way that limits the angle that you can be photographed at like right now? If I was the client I could not stand over here as a photographer and photograph my client I would always having be having to photograph from this angle so I can tell you as a photographer It's very limiting and very frustrating to deal with that Okay, so speaking of, and since I'm doing this live on um, the phone, and I it didn't seem to go well with me posting the photo on um, the My Feminine Heart page on its own, I'm gonna talk about photos, and then I'm gonna add them in with commentary in the comments at the end of this video of some of the points that I want to make. And I have um, so picture representation for you. I will show you. I will tell you. Um, I am not outing any clients, whether they are trans or not, as far as showing good photos or bad photos. Um, What I did is I pulled old Hollywood photos, so we're going to look at pictures of, like, Mae West. Um, We're going to look at photos of, like, Cary Grant and Anne-Margaret and Sophia Loren. And that's how I'm going to point out for you um, what worked in those photos and what didn't. So keep that in mind at the end of this video, go in and look at the comment section I'll have comments for all of you. So when it comes to makeup for your photo shoot, like how I talked about with the dress, do you want your makeup to be the statement? or do you want you to be the statement? And hold on, I'm seeing some comments coming in. Oh, thanks, Casey, I see it sounds good advice. Um, oh, Lee, hi, I don't know if we've met, um, but thank you for your comment. I'll try to like keep responding as I see them pop up. So where was I, oh, makeup, yes. Pick one feature, whatever your feature is, and you can go dramatic on that feature of your face, but, Don't look like a teenager who's gone goth who's like learning to apply makeup for the first time. You cannot do harsh cheeks and wild eye makeup and big lips unless you're specifically going for some crazy avant-garde look. Or you're going for a specific like pinup look. Like, oh, my girl Ashley Page, love her. She will do photo shoots and she's done them with me where she does this like 1950s pinup. That's different. But again, she's making the fact that she's looking a certain era style as the focus of the photo shoot For you if you want your focus focus just to be you and you looking natural and beautiful Pick what works for you. If you are looking at my makeup right now. I'll take off my glasses so you can see a little better. I Am an eyes person for myself so my eyes Um, I will go a little more dramatic. Now, when I say dramatic, you're not seeing blue eyeshadow. You're not seeing um, like wild, big, like cat eyeliner, but it's where I put the focus. I'm just gonna put my hair up because this is driving me bananas. I feel like I keep messing with my hair. And this is why you need to have your hair styled before going into a photo shoot, so you don't spend the entire time messing with it like I am. If you see me um, when I'm out working, you usually see that my hair is up so that I'm not doing this. If you look at my face, I don't even have lip gloss on, I don't have bright lips. Um, My focus is on my eyeliner, my mascara, and my eyeshadow. And then everything else is kind of muted around it. So pictures I'm gonna be posting in the Facebook Live, I'm gonna be showing, don't cringe, but a photo of Kim Kardashian with the dark eyes and the light lips. A photo of Anne Hathaway where everything looks natural but has the dark lips. And a photo of Natalie Portman where everything is just kind of natural because you don't have to go crazy on the makeup to look flawless. In fact, I would say that your goal with makeup is for people to not know you're wearing it, to go that natural, to look that stunning. I mean, who doesn't want to be thought of as a natural beauty? Okay, uh, so let's get into some more stuff. S curves and K shapes. I'm gonna be posting photos of these as well. Photographers have tricks that we know how to pose you based on do you wanna look more feminine and do you wanna look more masculine. Now, because of how I had to be set up and I had to be like on my computer and and reading your comments, I can't really get up and pose as well. Um, You'll see some of this in some of the Cassandra Storm solo videos on my feminine heart, but if you Google S shape, And I'm gonna put some pictures up. I see this the most in wedding dresses. If you look at any magazine, you're gonna see women kind of stand with their hip out a little to the side. And they're taking their straight figure because nobody ever wants to stand straight for the camera. It's not flattering for men, it's not flattering for women, don't do it. So instead of standing straight, women will always kind of have a little bit of a hip pop. And that's putting their body into the shape of an S. And when they do that, they're creating a tiny waist Glorious hips and they're actually kind of pulling their arm a little away from their body and we're going to get into that later, too I'm gonna show photos of brides in these photos versus a plus side bride The only time in my career where I have seen professional photos taken of women where women are not in this s-curve And you can be in this curve standing sitting or laying down The only time is for plus size models and it's like they want you to look bigger and less attractive and more plain, which is horrible. Um, But this is kind of the feminine way to be photographed. You always kind of want your head a little tilted to the side, you don't want to be kind of straight military. Um, Again, I go through this in like big detail in the Cassandra Storm solo videos, but now that I'm describing it for you, you will probably see it everywhere. You want to get away, if you want to be feminine, away from the angles. So men will be photographed in a K shape, in a very angular shape strong shoulders, strong elbows, Um, they're going to be much more angular than kind of the softer curve in their pictures. I'm going to be putting up some photos of like Cary Grant and like the Rat Pack and stuff like that so you can kind of see that difference. Okay, So talking about posing, I don't know if I'm the one who did this. I I take the blame and the credit, (laughs) I think, um, I guess more blame of in the early days of teaching this seminar and seminars like this at at Keystone, I taught women to put their hand on their hip for pictures. Had no idea what a mistake that was because um, I think the point was missed. How I'm talking about when you're posing for photos, are you making Um, Do you want to look like a runway model? Like do you want to be uber dramatic and The dramatic outfit and the wild pose. Do you want to look like you're posing? If you do put your hand on your hip because that's what you're doing. This is what this is what celebrities do on the red carpet is they have this strong like my hands on my hip. This is not how you wanna pose every day. This is not how you wanna pose when you're standing next to your like girlfriends in pictures because it's kind of like obnoxious and it doesn't look right unless you're in a gown on the red carpet, unless you're making a statement photo. Now, why do celebrities pull their arms away in red carpet photos? The reason is um, women especially uh, gain weight, like fat, soft, weighty weight in their upper arms. And when you have any part of your body that's squished against another part of your body, it's gonna spread and look bigger. So if you look at my arm, out here, super slim. And then squished up in my body, it goes a little bigger. And it's probably hard to tell with the kind of shirt that I have on. That's why celebrities do that strong arm and they're probably like squeezing their bicep too because they need to look as thin and toned as they possibly can, like that's their goal. Um, For you, we want to have the same effect where you're looking a little bit more natural. So if you get yourself into that S curve, you just need your arm a little away from the body. This is it, this is all you need. And a great way to do that is like if you have a purse over your shoulder, grab onto the bag, grab onto the purse strap, your arms just a little away from your body. You You don't want chicken wing elbows, not out like that. Just a little away from the body is all you need to not having it squish and look bigger in the pictures. So why do some parts of our bodies look bigger than others in photos, or why do we look bigger than our friends that we're standing beside, even if we're not bigger than them? It's the perspective to the camera. So especially in working in the trans community, a lot of my clients will say, I don't like my shoulders. My shoulders are so big. I don't like my hands. My hands are so big. Um, I don't like my hips. My hip, you know, whatever. Um, Whatever is closest to the camera will look biggest. So if you feel you have big hands, one, spreading out your fingers in a photo is going to make it look like a baseball mitt. Always keep your fingers closed. And um, Casey Cook and I have disagreed on this over the years. She's a a very talented photographer down in DC who I photograph, but um, I'm a fan of the fingers should be closed. And um, if you don't want your hands featured at all, put it behind your back, put it in a pocket. Um, have it wrapped around a bag. The closer your hand is to the camera, the bigger it's going to be. So imagine I'm out at the bar with my friends and we're drinking and we want that picture where we're like our arms are around each other and our hands out towards the camera. Look how freaking big my hand is when I put it out there. It's huge! I'm like, my nails are awful. So sorry, Casey. I know that's exactly what you're thinking. Um, but look how tiny my hand is here versus out here. So one of the things that i see is when my clients say my shoulders are too big i don't like my shoulders my hands too big i don't like my hands think about how many times you see a dramatic pose where i then see my client standing a little angled because they think they're actually looking slimmer but they're shoving their shoulder and they're shoving their hand forward in the photo that's just like making it more obvious so you want to keep it diminutive you want to keep it back if you want something to look smaller have it further in the in the photo with the perspective. So one of the pictures I'm gonna pop up for you are pictures from Sex and the City. I know Sex and the City's been over for years, I don't care, it's still my fave. And those four women, I have a photo of the four of them together where you're gonna see Charlotte on one end and then Sarah and Kim are, you know, in the middle and then we've got Miranda on the other end. Charlotte is maybe, microscopically, um, a couple inches in the foreground in the photo. Take a look at this picture afterwards and, and tell me that you see this. So she's forward in the photo, Miranda is back, and Miranda looks very tiny and petite compared to Charlotte. And Kristen Davis, who plays Charlotte in Sixth and the City, super slim, super adorable, but she is the biggest person in this photo, especially compared to Kim Cattrall. Kim was like the tallest of all the girls by quite a bit, but Kim set back a little so she doesn't look as big. This happens all the time. So when you are getting pictures taken with your friends and you have your arms around each other, whoever, if you have a big group, whoever's at the end, sometimes they naturally kind of, they curve around. So like that group comes around for the picture. It's those people at the end who look the biggest in the photo because they're the closest to the camera. So this is funny. So I actually taught this at a seminar a few years ago and right after the seminar was lunch. And I went around it. I was going around the lunch at Keystone and photographing the groups. And I think it was Carrie Chandler who um, had just taken my seminar. She stood up in a group photo. And one of my tricks is when I'm standing in a group, I know it's awful. But like if I want to make myself look smaller, when the photographer is like, okay, on the count of three, say cheese. One, two, on three, I hop back. Like, just a couple of inches, but enough where all of a sudden I've lost 10 pounds in this photo. And what was so hilarious is as I'm doing this at lunch, Carrie turned to me, gave me a wink, and then hopped backwards in the photo. So think about your placement. If you are taking pictures with people and you're like, man, why do I look like crap compared to everybody else? You might just be standing a few inches closer to the camera, and that perspective will blow things away. Okay. All right. One of the big things I wanna talk about, and I see this a lot with selfies, is sexy. And I'm gonna post some photos of sexy too. There is a difference between sex and sexy. And anyone can be sexy. I have photographed um, women and trans women of all shapes and sizes and all ages. And I can tell you there are beautiful ways to photograph anyone and make them look sexy and I am a fan of a little more coverage is sexier than just bare naked or just a lingerie shot So I'm gonna be popping up pictures of Sophia Loren just in her underwear just doing your standard pinup Look at me to me. That's sex That is not sexy. It's when you show a little and then you hold back. So I'm gonna post some photos of Anne margaret Anne margaret super duper sexy, where she's doing some laying back photos and she's really covered like with a blanket. And you might just see like a little bit of the bottom of her calf. You might just see her face looking towards the light. She's mostly covered, crazy sexy. It's when you withhold that, when you hold stuff back and you only offer the hint of sex. I think that is so much sexier. So when I see people who are taking photos and they wanna look sexy, they want that gratification, I'll see them kind of like push their breasts forward, show their bra, show lingerie, really try to overemphasize what they think looks sexy, hold back my friends, withhold a little bit, just give the little hint of something. So I'm gonna show some examples of this. If you've ever wanted people to think like, wow, she looks dynamite, The classy way is always the way to go, and classy is sexy. So before I wrap up, let me see, did you all have any questions for me that I can answer for you? And see, this is why I'm so nearsighted. I have to be like right up against the camera. If not right now, feel free to send me questions later. I am happy to answer them for you. As a reminder, um, I have unlocked all the interviews On my feminine heart and I'm so sorry that I was not able to get into more specifics on everything today I know this this um, webinar is going a little long Um, but there will be more uh, to share this week and then the next But I have more details on how to stand in an S-curve, your selfies, your K-shapes. I'll be teaching whole seminars on how to do boudoir shoots, how to look sexy if you're sitting up or if you're laying down, all the different things that you can do. Check out the Cassandra Storm solo videos. Those are the only ones that have not been unlocked for the conference, but if you know anybody who is struggling right now, who is devastated at the loss of Keystone and they need that sense of community, please share MyFeminineHeart.com with them because they will have free access through the end of the month to all the interviews, the transition journeys, the interviews with our top experts, um, whatever can help them get through this time, we will do for you. Also, please remember to give back to all the vendors um, who were counting on Keystone. Go on the Keystone Conference website, check out the people who were vendors prepay for services, get gift cards, buy products online. Also, check out the My Feminine Heart experts who were so excited to make their debut at the Keystone Conference. Um, So many of the My Feminine Heart experts offer discounts exclusive to patrons, and patrons are people who donate $9 a month because they believe in our mission of support, education, and outreach for the community. But I can tell you as of right in this moment, Rise Beauty Company is offering a 15% discount on their gift cards. I'm gonna put a promo code for that in the comments. And Solasta Med is offering 20% off all their services if you contact them um, before the end of the month. So you don't even have to come in for your appointment before them, but if you contact them and set up an appointment, they will honor that discount for anyone who has missed out on the Keystone experience. So again, guys, I can't thank you enough for all your love and support. I hope that this seminar has been beneficial. Look out for our newsletters. If you're not getting our newsletters, sign up online so that you can stay up to date with things that that are changing really day by day with our Keystone Contingency Plan. I love you, and I hope that you all enjoyed this seminar and look forward to catching up with you in the comment section. Thanks, guys.